Have you ever asked yourself how or why communities are formed? Or how communities benefit us as individuals? Questions like these are the inspiration behind this podcast. Community for One, Community for All is an attempted explanation behind the roots of all kinds of communities. For example, the LBGTQ, masculine, feminine, generational, and disabled communities, plus many more. Follow along as I let the content of these episodes and interviews move this show in many directions, foreseen or not. Community for One, Community for All is written, produced, and edited by me, Savannah Stein. Listen to Community for One, Community for All, wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome, my beautiful listeners. This is Season 2, Episode 1 of Community for One, Community for All. Today's interview is with a good friend of mine, Morgan Busamra, and she and I really talk about what it means to be a woman and what it means to be a part of the feminine community. I hope that this episode brings you a new light and a new perspective to what it means to be a woman if you are not part of this community or if you don't identify within this community. And if you do, I hope you can relate to some of our experiences that we talked about today. So thank you for listening and I hope that you enjoy. Um, My name is Morgan Bishamra. My pronouns are she, her, and hers. Thank you. How would you define being a woman in your own words? Um... That's actually, like, a very, it's kind of funny because that's, like, a very, like, controversial statement, I feel like. Yeah. Due to, like, the rise of, like, transgender, like, just, like, awareness in that right. section. Yeah, that's why this type of interview is so hard to conduct because I don't, like, and that's why I tried to specify, like, being, like, more just, like, feminine instead of saying, like, a woman. But I have come to the conclusion that being a woman does not be is not restricted to the stereotypical woman that you know has to yeah be a I would definitely say like I would definitely say that um being a woman has nothing at all to do with necessarily what is like in our pants at all but it's more so pointed at what we are on the inside and what we feel as identifying as and it's really, when I think of a woman, a lot of people think of more like this soft, like feminine nature, but I really think of women and the community of women as a whole as like a very strong and like powerful, like driving force. And like, in the same sense of community, like you're saying, like, I always think of women as like a very strong sense of community in a lot of ways. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, definitely. I love how you put that. What is a time, can you give me, like, a description of a time that you identifying as a woman and being a woman, how that made you feel empowered or strong, like a, a time where you felt, like, proud to be a woman? Um, well, immediately I just think I am always proud to be a woman, for one. Mm-hmm. But I definitely realized once I started um, – like growing up more and realizing the like the reality of sexism and the little importance that people put on what women women really are and like what we stand for and what we like 
not so dramatic, but what we go through on like a daily basis, you know what I mean? And right. like on a month, this in a physical sense, like that a lot of people like men specifically don't have to, you know what I mean? And it's really like not talked about enough. I don't think. I completely agree. Um, can you recall the first time or, or like a specific time when you felt sexist being like, projected onto you because you're a woman? Oh, sadly, there's too many to count, but um, (laughs) the first that comes to mind is one that I talk to people a lot about is um, we have this thing called Top Warner Football, which is basically when we're younger, it's just like a for fun type thing, like a little like mini league type thing where people can play football. And I was playing football with amongst obviously a bunch of boys. I was the only girl. And I was fine with it, and I was didn't really think it, there would be a problem with it until I came to, like, the realization and, like, really, like, understood the world in that sense because I was told by a bunch of other parents that they weren't comfortable with me playing for a variety of reasons and stuff, and I had to step down and stop playing. And then I was pushed into the role of being a cheerleader because that's all the only other thing I could do. And it just it felt very, like almost ironic in a sense because I was like oh like I'm never gonna be a cheerleader like that's so dumb but like that really was like the way that society was built and I ended up being a cheerleader for years because that's just almost like the sense of comfort because like it's just like a more womanly thing which is dumb you know what I mean yeah I totally get what you mean um that's a great example um how do you feel that women kind of like empathize with each like this is a little bit of a weird question. I, what I'm really getting at is how do you feel women support each other in situations like this? Like how, how do you, how do you like seek out like advice from other women when something like this happens? Or how did you personally like go about coping um, with that? I know situations specifically, I was like so young that I didn't really I didn't really honestly know any different or any better. Like, I kind of just, I really was resentful of the fact, but I just always remembered that, and it stuck with me. And I, once I got older and, like, really could have my own voice, I tried to voice out against that and, like, resent people like that. But other than that, it's just I see women as a whole, as, like, a whole sense of community, and we just, like, do anything we can to enforce that. You know what I mean? Like, it's not a one specific thing. It's more of just like little things and things that those people that bullied me out of playing football did not make me feel. If you know what I mean, right? Um. Now I'm gonna be careful with. I don't want to say specifically men, but but to the people. Maybe. I'm sorry, you might have bad service, but it keeps cutting out. Oh, you're okay. Can you hear me now? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'm going to be careful with my words here, but I'm going to ask you to, like, if you could say one thing, not specifically to men, but to the people who made you feel that way and that you should be ashamed for being a woman for any reason, what would you say? 
Um, wow. I guess I would firstly just say that it's, like, dumb <laughs> because yeah. just the fact that, like, I didn't have a dick, I don't know if you could, <laughs> you could say penis or whatever, <laughs> yeah. but I'm, like, that didn't. To me, like, at the time, like, that didn't at all make me feel, like, I didn't feel different out of them until there was that, like, separation or divide and stuff. And, like, they told me that they were uncomfortable with me, quote, unquote, like, wrestling their sons. But it's, like, before then, like, they were, they didn't have a problem with them wrestling each other. Like, it's, like, that weird fetishization and stuff. And I just, if I could go back and talk to them, I would just really, like, try to emphasize the fact that not everything like, you don't need to bring that kind of deep and, like, dark ideas and, like, factors into things that aren't at all like that. You know what I mean? Like, I was just out there having fun and, like, trying to probably just have fun and, like, get some exercise. And I I can't even remember from the perspective because it's such a short amount of time. And, like, having those people rip that from me for, like, such a dumb reason, it makes me really wish I could tell them to realign their perspective and try to open up to what is the reality because – these are obviously people from the UP, but that's not how it is in the bigger picture at all. Like, there's people out there who challenge it just like I will and have, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. After Morgan and I had that conversation, I sat back for nearly an hour and just thought about what it means to really be a woman. And I realized that there's no specific boundaries, and I realized how beautiful of a thing that is. The boundaries are limitless. You can identify as anything you want to be, anybody you want to be. And being a woman is one of the most powerful things in this world. So to all my women out there, I love you all. And I hope you are having a wonderful day. And if you're listening to this by chance, I hope that this made you happy to listen to or it made you feel heard or it just brought a new perspective to you because that is the goal of this podcast. Thank you so much for listening to Community for One, Community for All. I hope you'll join me next time in listening to another interview from another great, powerful woman, my good friend, Taylor Zizi. Community for One, Community for All is written, produced, and edited by me, Savannah Stein. Thank you for listening.